Good morning, and I am the queen, Lady AC. Give you another episode of Universal right here. Only here with me, okay? Just in case you didn't know. Or if this your first time listening, first of all, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, so I hope everybody had a good weekend and a good week so far because we officially made it to hump day. Because once we get over this hump, we get right back to the weekend. But for right now, like I always say, we're going to enjoy this moment. At least enjoy it with me. <laughs> but yes. So I don't know what's been going on. But I think I've been going through a lot of change, a lot of transition, and I can be very open and transparent about it. Um, you know, my very, um, in my latest shows, I've been kind of trying to help people open up and really get connected on different kind of perspectives. And I always say that I use myself as an inspiration because, you know, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for nobody else. And so, you know, in this journey that like I always talk about that we call life as we try to grow and, you know, just become the best people that we're meant to be, that we're designed to be, to be honest, that there are times, you know, where I always talk about that journey, how it goes and um, what you can do to get there. And I had to step back and kind of do this self-revelation <laughs> in a sense and realize that over my shows, no, don't get me wrong, I do everything to do to inspire and to talk about it. But sometimes I feel I can get realer about it. And the realness that I was missing or that I was talking about is that, in a sense, sometimes I come off on the radio show and this just to me, sometimes I make it come off like it's so easy. Which, like I said, the steps to getting and becoming yourself in theory are very simple but as we know going through this human experience there's a lot more to it and so in a sense to me it kind of made me feel like I was coming off as hypocritical in a sense because I make it sound very easy and the truth is it's not <laughs> at all that even at this state of comfortability and confidence and you know loving myself I still wrestle with that you know, to try to maintain it. And so I feel that in this time, it's time for me to be real with you guys on another level. So on this episode, we're gonna talk, I'm gonna be very vulnerable and let y'all know how the journey really is, as I like to call it, to loving myself. Ain't that something? I know, I know. It's real. It is, it's very real. and. Because it is a process, it's a daily process, it's a daily, um, a continuous, rigorous work, just like anything else, such as, you know, trying to make sure you keep your job, trying to make sure you're on time, trying to make sure you always are a step ahead of the game, everything like that. And that is very important to do with yourself. And there was a post that kind of I read on social media that kind of inspired that. And so I'm going to share that a little bit later. Um, in the show, and we're going to talk a little bit more about it. But today's show, I call it See My Vulnerability. That's the topic tonight. All right, y'all? In the meantime, um, like I said, we're going to come back and talk to that a little bit later. But in the meantime, I have some great music coming up for you. I have some spoken words as well, so you definitely want to uh, stay tuned for that. Um, and also, I want to make a little special note is that also within my show, I incorporated some songs for a particular artist because I don't know if anybody's been paying attention or listening that one of our soul legends is going through a very tough time medically. And that who I'm talking about, if you haven't heard the news, is Miss Aretha Franklin. Um, it's being reported that her health is not in the very best shape. Um, it's conflicting reports about her, but um, if anybody hasn't heard, once again, I'll repeat it. Uh, Aretha Franklin has been noted to really take a very big decline in her health. Um, the last article that I think that was posted was about um, she was almost in hospice care or she's being surrounded by family. So my tribute or to kind of keep her up in our prayers, in our minds, I'm going to add some of her music this show. So... Don't be surprised if you hear a little bit more, <laughs> okay? Anyway, 
we're gonna get started honestly gonna get started right now and we are back um, if you tuned in to me on the Anchor app, that was Anderson Pock with The City. And then before that, I gave a tweet featuring Missy Elliott with Turn the Lights Off. Right here on Universal, where you're chilling with the queen, Lady AC. So, um, as I stated at the beginning of my, at the beginning of the top of the hour, um, that today's episode... I'm going to get a little vulnerable. <laughs> I am. I'm going to be honest. I know it's been seen, uh, like I've been kind of doing that a lot lately. But the thing is, every time I discover something about myself or I move or transition into a new, how can I say this, a new level of life, <laughs> in a sense, almost like a video game, like I advance to the new level, right? But um, <laughs> in a sense, you know, when I advance to that new level of just realization and, and just like self, let me see, how can I put the word? I don't want to call it self-confidence, but, you know, just when I get to that new sense of who I am, I like to share that with someone who is also on that journey of trying to find themselves and it may be hard. Or if you're just on that journey, period, or if you just started, or if you're trying to start, you know, um, I like to share my experience because what I've known through life or what I found out through life is that when you open up about yourself, it encourages others to open up or to at least start looking at themselves a little bit more. But they always need that push, you know, or that kind of connection be like, oh, you know what? I don't want to open up that much. But if they witness or be around somebody who does, then it makes them want to open up more. So that's why I'm very open about and, and try to be transparent about how I feel and <laughs> everything so that would kind of inspire today's show so um pretty much just kind of to elaborate so you know I've been going through this transition of life I always talk about um you know always being the best person that we're meant to be always being and striving to go after the things that we're designed to do because all of us are here for a reason regardless or not, if you believe that or not. We all here. We all made for some kind of intended purpose for some reason. And our journey, the journey that we go through life is to grow into that person to be able to do that purpose. And even after we fulfill that purpose, we're still always learning, growing, and evolving until we are completely balanced, completely centered into who we are. And that's a continuous process. And so if you've been listening to me from day one <laughs> all the way to now, the overall umbrella of everything I tried to approve is to kind of inspire people, regardless of what topic we focus on. The, the overall umbrella that I do is just trying to get you on that journey to do that. By looking at certain aspects and how to translate, transpose it to your life, you know, and change it to evolve you into who you're meant to be. And so I'll admit over, over these past shows, all the way up until this moment, I felt that, you know, I mean, I, no, don't get me wrong, I feel like I've been inspiring and definitely the feedback's been amazing and everything and just listening, but in a sense, I came to a realization that even in this journey of life, even, like I said, I always use myself as an example, that I don't be completely honest about it. And in a sense, that makes me hypocritical because I'm not being truthful because here I am inspiring others and telling them what to do. And then there are some days I don't even take the own advice I give out. Just to be real. And I think that's something that we always do. Like we're willing to help so much of others and be able to see so much in everybody else. But when it comes to turning that mirror on us, sometimes there are realities that are hard to swallow. There are questions and truths that we don't acknowledge yet. That's why I think it's so easily we are able to communicate or talk about, you know, what's going on in the system was, you know, for instance, this is an example, how easy we can look at what's wrong with society and the system and we dive in head first, but we don't realize that we're a part of this society. What have we done within ourselves to change and grow and to kind of add to that change that we're talking about achieving? How have we done that? And if you really, and I would just use myself as an example, like I always say, 
I realized that there were some things that as I'm saying I'm being this carefree close to myself loving person that I love myself so much I love the woman I'm becoming that there were still things I was still on the fence about and as the saying go if you're in the fence in this day and age you have to pick a side and if you're on the fence you automatically choose the side of the lesson or as the saying goes if you're on the fence you automatically choose the side of the oppressor and so I had to really in that reality check set in and it was just like whoa okay okay wait let me be full let me be real let me be honest and the reality of it was I make this journey to love myself seem like it's easy I make this journey seem like it's just a it's like a quick few steps and all of a sudden I love myself I'm confident I'm great <laughs> you know when the truth is it took a lot of tears it took a lot of self battling through self-doubt and depression and heartache and and not just heartache like like intimacy or relationships but just overall heartbreak from you know realizing that some of these things that we're on the fence about are are detached like we have to learn how to detach from that and that is a heartbreak because for those attachments that keep us on the fence that keep us from moving forward we have grown accustomed to they become part of our comfort zones they become part of, in a sense of our identity that we done shaped up to this point. And so now the fact that you have to break away from it now is scary because now you have to be like, wait, well, who am I? Who am I without acknowledging that? Who am I without acknowledging this attachment I have? And that's scary to realize you have to lose that and now create who you are all over again. And one thing I found out about evolving and growing and learning is that it's this constant change of, of letting go and relearning a lot of things. And a lot of that can be relearning about yourself. A lot of that is teaching people who have been around you for years how to interact with the who you are now. How to love you how to interact with you, how to cater to you, how to do that. That is, you have to, you know, when you change and you truly are evolving and growing, you have to relearn and reteach that. You relearn it for yourself, but you have to reteach that to people around you. And that whole process is scary as hell. <laughs> just to be real, just to be transparent, just to be open about it. It's scary as hell, it's vulnerable as hell, it is just, And to be honest, that sometimes that you do give in to that vulnerability. You do give in to that self-doubt. You do give in to that low confidence. There are some days you're going to feel like you don't love yourself. There are some days where you're not going to feel proud to look in the mirror. There are some days where it is hard to find that motivation even to sit up and get your day started. That is so true. It, it is. And, and I think even the conscious of conscious of persons of their own self have these moments. I don't doubt, I honestly don't doubt that nobody has that feeling. All of us do. But we're not being real with ourselves about it. Either one, we're not being real with ourselves about it or we're not acknowledging it which once again creates denial, which once again creates that comfort zone, and once again we get stuck on that fence and wondering why we're not progressing. Wondering why you still feel restless. Cause I think that was the biggest sign for me was my restlessness. I was so ready to move on and go past, and I'm sitting here like, man, I'm loving myself. Why am I not? Why do I not see change going on around me? It's because there were things in me that I was still on the fence about. <laughs> there was truths to myself that I wasn't admitting to myself. 
that I wasn't allowing to really make myself carefree and open and love and all those different kind of things. There were things that were still holding me back. And I had to be real with myself and acknowledge like, okay, wait. It do, you know, you got a reality check, here it is. Like I said, I caught, like last week's show was called The Beauty of Negativity. And I saw how the reason is there is a beauty to negativity is that, you know, negativity, while we focus so much on the negative aspect of it, it really is that hardcore reality check that knocks us down out of that comfort zone, that lets us know, hey, this is what you're really living in. Are you living in that cloud of perfection and, and you know, and comfort? Here is what you, here's what reality really looks like. Here is the darkness you have to face in order to become what you're trying to achieve. And now I'm putting it in front of you to face it. That's what negativity does. Not saying you have to deal with it, not saying you have to put, when I say deal with it, you don't have to put up with it and drown in it and other things, but no, you do have to face it. And sometimes that transition is a lot. Like just as simple as picking up a pen and writing, writing out your thoughts, writing in a journal, or just being real, it takes a lot. And you wonder how in the world do you get there? I found a spoken word that kind of speaks about that. <laughs> so, without further ado, here is our first spoken word of the show. What side of the kitchen table will not move? Like, no matter how hard I concentrate, how laser precise my focus, how dramatically I arch my fingers, it just sits there. And it should be such a simple thing, right? to move this tiny object with the vastness of my spirit, to simply lift it up a half inch or, or to engulf it in flames, but nothing. This is long before I learned about like physics, right? The whole an object at rest stays at rest stuff because you know, what is inertia to magic? I am 10 years old. And the mythology I've been fed since birth, folk tales and fairy tales, movies and TV shows, comic books and video games, so much of it is built around this like reveal, right? Like, guess what, the spirits say? You are a wizard. Guess what, you are a Jedi or a mutant or the chosen one or the half-blood child of a god, which is a good thing because we are at war and we need you. So focus, the spirits say. That pen on the other side of the kitchen table will move if you are pure of heart, if you have a righteous cause, if you just try hard enough. That bully or that abuser or that authoritarian tyrant will lose because, you know, the bad guys always lose, right? As if the struggle was so simple, as if force were not stronger than the force, as if special powers could ever defeat power, because that pen is still sitting on the other side of the kitchen table. It won't move. It never will. And I, I wish I could say that this is when, like, 10-year-old me learned that magic isn't real. It, it would make for a better story, but honestly, it took longer. It took study. Not just science, but, but history. It took showing up to so many marches and rallies and vigils and meetings and meetings and meetings developing power that was not super, but was still power. It took the largest mass movement in the history of the world and the failure of that movement. It took so many late nights comforting friends and doing the work that no one will remember. It took mistakes. It took more mistakes. It took lives. It took and took and took. And this was my disillusionment. Not a lightning strike, a slow flood. Just figuring out on some level that things were not getting better and that they weren't going to. Not on their own, 
not easily, not like magic. This is my disillusionment, not the absence of hope, the absence of illusion, the unsubtle art of getting your hands dirty because we do not have the luxury of waiting to be saved. We recognize no superpower stronger than solidarity, community, courage. We don't have spells, but we do have songs. This alchemy of suffering, this transmutation of pain into progress, this hard-won knowledge how a voice does not have to move mountains to move people, how it's not about the source of the fire, it's about how brightly it burns, how the magic is not whether I pick up that pen with my mind or with my hand, the magic is what I write with it. It, it is not destiny that we are all here right now. But we are all here right now. And there may not be any demons or monsters outside these doors, but that doesn't mean that we aren't at war. That there are not forces in this world that would make dragons cower in their caves. Now it is up to us who are not special, who are not chosen, but choose ourselves and choose each other. We have nothing to offer but the thread binding our storybook bodies together to keep fighting. So no, the, the spirits don't talk to me. I talk to them though. I tell them, thank you for your silence, for forcing me to pick up that pen myself. Thank you for never appearing in the mirror so that I might see myself, the buried treasure in all this rubble, the magic still burning when all faith has fled. Yes, I had to let y'all feel that because that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot to digest. But every bit of what that man said is how ugly, raw, complicated, beautiful, connective, inspiring the journey is. And just to let you know, um, that was a spoken word by Guante. <laughs> that was by Guante. And that was his spoken word called a Pramatics, a, a Pramatictus Guide to Magic. And the truth about it is, like, as we go through these journeys and as we grow and evolve into, like I said, the overall beings that we're trying to be, that, like I said, those simple steps that it takes us to do it, it's almost like magic. Like, it's just a simple, you know, flick of the wrist and you get here. And, you know, you get to that point to love yourself. You get to that point of being confident. You get to that point of knowing your purpose. You get to that point, you know, it, it, like, oh, as long as you find, you follow this little recipe or these step-by-step -step instructions, you get there not realizing that each and every single instruction has its own hurdles, has its own difficulties, has its own missteps, has its own subtitles. Like, it's so much to it. And like I said, there is that constant mindset of what you battling being on the fence. Because part of you really wants to live out your truth, but the other half of you is on the fence because you're still close to that comfort. And so it's almost like this battle within yourself. Like, for instance, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of the scene from, um, from Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing, the battle between love and hate. It depends on the individual which one wins. It's that same mindset. Or I think, what was the story? The story, I think it was age, I can't remember, I think it was a Native American folktale. Um, not a folktale, Native American, um, but it was like the journey of two wolves. One wolf was called love, the other one was called hate. And every day they both were fighting continuously at each other. 
and it was fighting and the wolves actually turned out to be the caricatures of excuse me the the personified or, or in this case it was turned they were turned into animals of the inner thoughts of us the things that we love to do the things that we hate to do and they both were colliding constantly And now the way the story goes, it was this, um, I think it was this old, wiser, elder talking to a young adult, young adult child, and they were talking about, the, about these two wolves that constantly fight. No matter what happened, how they got in contact with each other, they were always going at it, at it again and again and again. And... And in the story, the child asked, well, which one won? And that's when the elder turned to them and said, the one that wins is the one that you feed. And so the story basically is saying is that, and the point of me sharing that story, that folktale, and it stuck with me because that's really how all this works is that when we go through these changes and this growth and this fight within ourselves to become who we are, because like I said, once we proclaim that, the world listens, our life listens, and our life is literally paved out in order for us to get to that. And so in order to get to that, there is this thing where you're both confronted with both the success to get there and you're confronted with the challenges to give you the tools to get there. And they come at you both at the same time. So within that, it great, you know, you're dealing with that love, that passion, that drive, but at the other end, you're dealing with that paint. Excuse me, you're dealing with that pain, that sorrow, that sorrow, that anger, that disappointment, that low confidence at the same time. And they're both battling within you as you're going on this journey. Like, should I still keep moving forward or should I stop right now? Should I still keep pushing? Should I st- no, I don't know if I'm ready. Oh, I want to get my heart, but wait, I got my heart broken. Oh, I want to achieve, but I'm scared to fail. It's that constant battle back and forth. And the reason that story I just told, that short story I just told resonated with me is because the lesson at the end, it depend, which one wins depends on you. In other words, when you're on this journey to grow, when you're on this journey to win, that the one that you feed the most, the one that you give into the most, It's the one that consumes you. It's the one that takes over. You have to interact with both. But it's up to you which one fuels you. And that is what grows and continues to push you on this journey of life. If you feed one, you hold yourself back. But if you give life to the other, you continue to move forward. But it is power and reality and the reality of it is not just power but it's how can i say it being real is that depending on which one you choose you have to be able to accept the consequences that go with it because every choice you make has consequences now the point is of those consequences are you able to deal with those that is the rawness of it, of these decisions that we make daily. In order to be the person that we're trying to be, the choices that we make, we have to make sure that we are okay or we are willing to deal with the consequences that come with each. Not necessarily the consequences are bad, not necessarily that the consequences are good, but there always are consequences. For instance, like I said, I'll use me, it being real. I had to come to a decision in order to live my truth and be fully in who I am. Like I said, this loving person that I've become, this woman that i become, did I want to be more of her or did I want to stay in this comfort zone of being content at just a certain level? 
it's just a certain level of loving myself right here. I had to get to that point. I had to realize, do I want to stay here or do I want to continue to be that woman that I know I'm meant to be? But I was on the fence. It would be real. And I had to choose which one did I want to do. Because, see, if I stay the woman on the fence, yeah, I love myself, you know, yeah, it's okay, it's good. But I would never progress. I would never be content with where I was. I would continuously be restless because I would always think there's so much more I could be doing with myself and I could do so much with my life and I can go and it, it was so much. I would regret it because I'll always be living in life with a woulda, shoulda, coulda, houlda, <laughs> you know, and I would look back and regret. Or the other choice was I can continue to get past this point, get off this fence and become the woman that I'm destined to be. But with that, the consequences of that is I have to relearn how to relearn some things about myself. I would have to reteach others who interacted with me all the way up until this point in my life how to love and cater to me. I will also have to understand that in loving myself, there are people, even the closest of relationships, I could lose or risk damaging or losing completely together. Those were my consequences of every of each choice. And I was at a point where it was rough to choose that. And I'm gonna be honest with you, be real with you. It is hard. <laughs> it sucks to get to that realization. Because the reality of both of these situations is that it's all on me. And that is a lot to handle. And if I want to bring home with this point is that it is okay to know that you feel like that. It is okay to be on that fence for a second. It's okay to acknowledge that you are on that fence. It's okay. At the end of the day, it's up to you. It's your decision. But it's okay to feel unsure about which one to make. It is okay to feel that you're not ready. It's okay to always not be at that point to really love yourself, to really own your confidence, to really own your position of who you are and your purpose and everything. That is the beauty of time because you have time to do that. Although, you know, we say life is short and, and you know, time is wasted and all those kind of things, that's what society puts you in. That's the, that's the, in my opinion, though, from what I've learned so far, and I'm only 26, <laughs> but what I've learned so far is that, you know, the, that's the time, the construction that society puts us in. That we have to get that we have to go we have to get that you have to do that you ain't got that much time you gotta do this you gotta do that when the truth is time ain't going nowhere but it goes by <laughs> okay let me repeat that because that was that was little time doesn't go nowhere but it does go by so what you do with it is in your hands and i'm gonna leave y'all with that because we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come right back as we dive deeper into my vulnerability. And hopefully this is encourage your vulnerability too. Yeah. Yeah. Slip into that dress I like it So I can see you in all your beauty Yeah, don't say a word, just let me stare Yeah, just let me stare Stare into the 
keep me so stimulated, stops me turning cold. I make sure you're always fit to sit up on your throne. I'm yours alone. I'm yours alone. Nothing that comes easy, boy, yeah, you already know. I just want to be the one to watch you as you grow. This kind of connection makes it so easy to flow. You got the flow, baby. You got the. Hey, local, local, locomotive. You move cause you focused Softy when you're around me But you're still bad to the bonus Never knew it till I found you Love, Love written all around you yeah. Winning, winning, yeah, we bouncy Bouncy, ayy Anytime you need me, I will be there yeah. I will never leave you cause you're so rare yeah. This feeling is so magical I need you to let me know You will tune back into Universal right here with the Queen, Lady AC. And what you just heard was, once again, the legendary Aretha Franklin and Tony Bennett with How Do You Stop the Music Playing. Before that, I gave you Shay all the way for the UK. That was her song called No Stalling. And before that, I gave you Bowtie featuring Avalon Young with To Me. And that is... Once again, just to show you just how diverse and how independent this soul is. Hint, that's why I call it universal. <laughs> in different ways. So, uh, once again, we're talking about um, uh, diving even more deeper into the conversation about being vulnerable. About the reality of how it is to truly, you know, be on this journey to become what we are. Because the truth is... There is a lot that goes into that. And sometimes it's okay to admit that you fall. It's okay to admit that you struggle. It's okay to admit that there are some comforts that keep us on the fence. You know, that it, you know, it's so beautiful or not beautiful, but the process is beautiful because it opens up a reality for you, for you to realize you know you being real with yourself and if you can't be real with yourself how can you be real with anybody else you know you gotta it starts with you first you can't live in denial and i think that's sometimes when we build but on that realness that we live in denial because sometimes the, the denial excuse me the denial is comfort it, it's comforting to sit in yourself and to sit and create a reality to where you ain't really got to acknowledge the truth. Although we all searching for it and we all say we want the truth or we expect the truth or respect honesty and all those things. Sometimes we ain't that honest with ourselves. And I think to me, honestly, the, the realest thing about honesty is being real that you're not okay. And I'm coming here to tell you that there are times in this journey that you will feel like that. You will feel that you ain't gonna make it, or maybe this ain't meant for you, or maybe this is too much work. That this thing, and I want to let you know that is okay because now you're starting to step into that reality of awareness. <laughs> you're being very aware with yourself. This feels uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't deal with it. 
I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to accept it. And you know, it's okay to take that step back and be like, breathe, take that moment, live in it, acknowledge it. But I'm going to give you another reality check of that, though. You can't stay there. You can't stay there. Either you're going to push through it and continue to grow, or you're going to give in to it and stop all your process and be content with where you are at that point. But once again, that's once again a decision. Once again, that is a direction. You know, and you have to take that. And one thing, like I said, the reality of this process of loving yourself or becoming that person that you're meant to be is, you know, that it's okay to acknowledge that crossroads. And once you acknowledge that crossroad, that's when you start to evaluate your options. You start to evaluate the consequences and what you have to choose is which consequence (laughs) is you know which consequence are you willing to put up with which consequence are you willing to deal with which consequences will you be able to live with and just the reality of understanding that and knowing that is scary it is completely scary because now you're breaking into a whole new realm of a reality that you've never done before. But as they say, change makes you uncomfortable. That's how you know you're growing. When you are uncomfortable, when you can't deal with it, when you can't (laughs) change, that's when you're finna grow. And I think that's the step that a lot of us kind of stumble at because we don't realize that at that moment because all we're swept up in is that uncomfortability that all we're swept up in is that uncertainty you know and you're like uh, I don't know if I'm ready yet I'm here to tell you that it's okay to sit in I'm not ready yet but no at the same time you're going to eventually have to make that decision are you going to give in to that I'm not ready yet or you're going to push through and say you know I'm not ready but I'm going to push through so I will be ready to that will be turns into I can be to that can be turns into I am until that I am is I'm here (laughs) you know I'm here I'm ready you know but that process is a lot of work That process is real. And the beauty and the other beautiful thing about that process is it's all determined by you. Because, you know, I and the thing is, I mean, I may seem like I'm talking very kind of broad about it. I mean, I'm being real about it, but I'm talking broad about it because I'm not giving simple, I'm not giving the exact steps and everything. But the thing is, the truth is I can't tell you that because I don't live your life. I don't walk your walk. I don't walk your street. The only thing I can walk is me. So that's why I use me as an example a lot. Because I can sit here and tell you what I did, but what I did may not work for you. What I did may work for you. It may encourage you. But at the end of the day, my walk is going to be different than yours. And I don't know what position, whoever you, you know, who's ever listened to me right now, I don't know what position in life you are in. Because all of us are in different stages of this cycle. Because it's all a cycle. <laughs> it's a cycle of life, whether we regard, whether you believe in that or not, it is. And there are steps involved into it. And whichever stage you are at, that's the choices you have to make to get to the next one. And I don't know where you are, to be honest. The reality is for a minute, I didn't realize where I was. <laughs> I didn't know what stage of life I was at at all. But I knew I was at a crossroads to where I had to choose. Am I going to stay in the fence and be okay, okay with just at this moment? Or am I going to continue to step into and live my truth as the woman I'm designed to be? 
and I knew for me that I could no longer stay on the fence especially because the the woman in me the truth that I have to acknowledge by myself was fighting me every day saying that you gonna live me and I'm not gonna be quiet about it but what stopped it was the conference of that fence and the fence just to break that down what the fence is the fence is those comforts that we build up that reality that we build up that we create that we sit and balance on for a second that we sit and and deal with because you know it, it's easier <laughs> to live in that moment than to really either be on one side or the other it's okay to be in the middle but we gotta realize the middle makes us indifferent the middle makes you bitter. The middle makes you confused. The middle ultimately makes you make you choose the worst part of yourself. And that's how you fall for that trap. That's how when you fall down, you stay down because of that middle ground. It's literally like a step stool. Once a step stool gone, you back you back close to you're closer to the ground than you are rising, right? I mean, it's the same thing, you know. And the realness of it, what I had to realize is that for me, I'll admit, what my fence was was a truth I was hiding. Was I the truth I was hiding was that I made myself that you know hey girl you did your work you love yourself you're more confident than you've ever been everything's good right now why, why you you know why you want to go further everything's good right now why you want to push forward why you want to change this up and <laughs> the reality of it was that was just the reality I kept telling myself because when I had to look in the mirror I wasn't happy right here yeah I'm content but I'm not happy yeah um I'm semi-stable <laughs> but I'm not happy yeah I'm confident I'm not fully confident and I had to realize the reason was because I wasn't acknowledging who I am fully I wasn't acknowledging fully my vulnerability I wasn't acknowledging fully recorrecting uh, the pain I had to get past and, and it's pain of the past and then you know just kind of things you know that you don't realize how bad they affect you like, for instance, like, you know, certain words that people said to you when you grow up or, you know, certain um, situations such as breakups or relationships or friendships that you have lost or that you're still in that aren't good for you. But because you knew each other for years that you want to hold on to, but you realize that person is not that good for you. That, that Those are the situations that cause you to be on the fence because it still, in a sense, kind of holds you back. But it's scary, once again, to jump off that fence and continue to go forward. And I want to, like I said, that it's okay to acknowledge all that. It's okay to live and to breathe and to say, hey, okay, I'm, I, I don't know. And it's okay. You know what the other reality is? It's okay to sit there on on something it's okay to sit there and really realize that hey <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever gonna get it all together I don't know why I have such a drive to put somewhere where I'm not ready I don't know why I continue to love myself or be confident when I'm still struggling. That's a good, that's, 
just to have that realness with yourself, you are already making steps to change because now you're breaking past that denial. Now you're breaking past that fence. And you're starting to look at yourself really, really turn that mirror on yourself. And realize that's what you need to work on. That's what you need to acknowledge. And once again, it is okay to know, to feel that sorrow. It's okay to feel that low. It's okay to feel that because you're being real with yourself and that is slowly breaking that that denial, that breaking that reality, breaking that false hope, breaking all of that. Now, how you get out of that, like I said, the journey depends on you, but for me, how I got out of that is I had to constantly self-check and remind myself which of these decisions would benefit me more. Which one of these will make me truly evolve more? Which one of these decisions would truly make me gain that balance and that happiness that I'm looking for, that I'm owed? Which one? Like, I had to ask myself those real questions. And sometimes I had to ask them myself aloud. I had to look in the mirror and say, hey, <laughs> are you happy right now? No. Why not? Okay, why not? How you gonna get past that? What you gotta work on? What's that fence, Lady AC? What is that fence? I had to ask myself that. I had to get that real with myself and ask that. And for me, the best way to get through that, to get through that reality, was to hit it head on and be like, look, okay, I'm not confident because I struggle with this inner fear. It's all due to fear. The fear that maybe at the end of this, I would regret it. Maybe at the end of this, I would let go of relationships that maybe that I really want to keep. Maybe at the end of this, I will isolate myself into a position I don't want to deal with. And all that put together made created that fear. That created that fence, that recreated that reality that I sit on. That stops me from being the person who I'm trying to change or I'm trying to grow into. <laughs> yeah, that's how deep I got. <laughs> but I realized that it was more beneficial for me to grow and to be that person. Why? Because I love myself enough to that point to know. And I grew and I learned that much about myself. I was real to myself enough to know that through every hurdle I ever been in, the lighter I got, the more peaceful I got, the more balanced I got. So if I was fully dove into this truth, I could have this all the time. I wouldn't have the spurts or have just certain moments or just certain situations. No matter where I was, I will always be connected. I will always be balanced. I will always be happy. And that fueled me. On top of, for me, I'm a big history buff. <laughs> I love history, especially my black history. And so to know up until this point all the things, you know, I've learned, just to know and understand the blood that runs through me from the ancestors that went through so much to make sure that I come back strong. To know I have that blood running in me. To know that these ancestors, I'm standing on their shoulders and they gave me that platform to stand 
on their shoulders. Why not be the best I can be? Why not be who I am? Why not <laughs> live my truth as I see fit under nobody's terms, regulations, outline, debut, whichever one? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Be unapologetic about my blackness, about my womanhood, about me. And who I think, who I know, and who I am. And next thing I know, I'm off that fence. <laughs> I'm off that fence. And that's what I did. But like I said, every journey is different. Everybody is different. So, what's gonna make you get off that fence? What's gonna make you be that vulnerable? To be that real with yourself. Only you can answer that question. I just posed it to you. You're welcome. <laughs> you don't believe me with that. Cause I'll come what I'll come right back. Um and kind of wrap that up and kind of give it back to you packaged all real nice <laughs> a little bit later um, after we take this quick break here. Um but let me know what you think so far. Let me know how you feel so far. Uh, just to let you know, I am on all social medias at Queen Lady AC, one word, all Queen Lady AC. And I do have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com backslash Queen Lady AC. So let me know what you think. If you have any comments, concerns, or you just want to say hi, <laughs> and I'll be right back. And that was a perfect song to end with. That was the amazing Aretha Franklin with Think. And that was her version done by the Blues Brothers. And just kind of to wrap up everything. Because I know that was a lot <laughs> to adjust, to listen to, to digest everything. But that's just how that process is. It's no easy way. As simple as the steps are, there are so much to it. But at the end of the day, it's your decision how much it's worth to you. How much it means to you. And at the end of the day, regardless of how I, you know, I tell you about my process or, I, you know, I use myself as an example. You know, at the end of the day, whoever is listening to this podcast, it is up to you. It's your choice. But what I do encourage and my is advice about that is make sure whichever choice you choose that you can live with that and you can deal with those consequences of that because you will. And once again, like I said, the consequences can be good nor bad. They're just consequences. But you have to be ready and willing to deal with them. And it is okay. If you don't know if you can, it is okay if you second guess yourself. It is okay if you got to think about it or sleep on it or pray about it or just meditate on it or just basically take the time to just breathe or clear your mind or whichever way you do it, whichever method works better for you. Write it down whatever way but know this you will have to choose and like I said the only thing with time doesn't go nowhere but it does go by you choose and the reality of it is that is what the real process of loving yourself looks like
<laughs> all right well that is it for me guys it's been an amazing episode once again um shout um much love prayers everything to the franklin family miss aretha uh the legend hope everything pans out for the best and amazing and to bounce back um but once again you know we're just watching and listening at this point but once again giving them love um at the end of the day is always giving love to you for listening giving understanding compassion for you listening so because like i said i'm being vulnerable with you because i feel it's always good to be around or to hear a conversation with someone else being real you know it's always good to hear that it's always good to have that example to kind of be inspired or even listen to to be like okay you know what this process or the things i'm feeling you know it's normal and i'm glad there's someone else out there in other words it's a, it's a validation that you're on the right path on the right track excuse me but or it could be a pact <laughs> be a pact that you made with yourself or among friends or whichever way you know but uh yeah, that's pretty much it. If you definitely, once again, I do love feedback. Um, I do love to hear encouragement. Or if you just want to say, hey. Once again, I am on all social medias at Queen Lady AC. One word, Queen Lady A. is an apple, C is in cat, AC. All right. Until then, I'll see you guys next week.